Welcome to Virtual Theater, the podcast all about video game movies and the stories that shape them. My name is Andy Spateria, joined by the one, the only, the legend, the big dog, <laughs> Gooey Fame. Goo, what's going wow. on? Um, not much, not much. Just hanging out on the weekend. Good vibes right now. Um, uh, what's going on with you? Uh, well, you know, I got a new member of the family, <laughs> a little, little puppin, little, little Link the Pup. So, uh, lots is going on, actually. I'm on, like, I took a nice little power nap, though, right before, uh, this episode. So I'm actually feeling pretty good. I'm feeling probably as charged up before a podcast as I have been since last week. <laughs> So this guy yeah. going to sneak on to the podcast? I, I don't think so. No, he, we might okay, okay. we might hear him maybe. But uh, so I'm downstairs in the office and we've got him confined to the kitchen right now. Uh, that's that, that's as far as we want to let him go until we are 100 percent accident free, which we were until last night when I set off the smoke alarm. But that's a different story for a different day. Oh, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm doing pretty good. Goo, do you guys have a long weekend yeah. up there? Uh, this week? Um, what, for a holiday or something? Yeah. I don't think so. What, why, why do you have one? Uh, get ready for this. So Monday is family day. And that, Ooh, that's the know, We don't have family day. <laughs> we don't have that, no. Um, I think, I don't know when our next one is. Is it like, it's one of those something days. I don't know what it is, though. Yeah, family day is kind of like a random one for us. And I think it's different for each province. Um, we just have like a February stat and everybody kind of makes up their mind about what they wanted to call it. So yeah, I got a nice three day weekend too. So I'm, I'm actually, you know what? I'm feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good. There's, um, you know what you want to know, just speaking of random, weird holidays in Illinois, we have a, a specific one that I remember we would sometimes get like school off for called Kashmir Pulaski day. Have you ever heard of this? Nope. <laughs> um, so he, I think Kashmir Pulaski was like a, a revolutionary war hero in America, uh, and he was he's like um, Polish, and there's a lot of like areas. I I don't even know if he was from Illinois, but it might just be that in Illinois, like in Chicago and other areas, there's a lot of like Polish right uh, populations. Yeah, so. That was like a big, that's like a big Illinois, not a big Illinois, but like an Illinois random holiday that I think some, I think sometimes we got schools off for, um, but yeah, just very random, very random kind of, kind of dude, I guess. Well, Hey, I mean, if he gives you a holiday, I mean, roll tide, right? Yeah. Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> shout, shout out to Kashmir Pulaski, <laughs> uh, Christopher Columbus, <laughs> all my favorite dudes. Uh, yeah. Well. <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's <laughs> let's get this back on the tracks and let's talk about what we're here to talk about today: Mortal oh, Kombat yeah. Annihilation. Uh, that's a movie. That's a thing that we watched. I bought the DVD <laughs> uh, to watch this fine spectacle. So that that it is what we are obligated yeah. to talk about today. <laughs> that's what we're doing. But I'm you know, pretty what? fired up. I'm charged up. Uh, we can we can delay paying the rent for just a little bit here because we do have a little bit of news <laughs> to to cover here and something that actually I'm I'm pretty excited about. Uh, we got our very first casting news, so some actual like real news other than someone saying that they're making something. But we got real casting news for the upcoming HBO 
The Last of Us series. And I think that both casting is actually like really, really solid. So we have got um, we've got Pedro Pascal as Joel and we've got Bella Ramsey as Ellie. And, uh, you know, I, I let's start with Pedro because I feel like. Like what a hot streak this guy is on. He's he's in the Mandalorian. Yeah. He's been in a bunch of different That's a good stuff. Pick. Uh, he seems just like such a cool dude. So and and great actor. So yeah, I think that this is pretty pretty That's a good sc- choice. Yeah, it's yeah. spot on casting. Yeah, it really is. It's kind of the, like um, it's kind of the opposite. I think of like hearing about Tom Holland as Nathan Drake or whatever. Yeah, it's like one of those ones where you like you hear it and you're like. Yes, it's that's not even it's not even a show I'm like that excited about really. But I hear that I'm like, yeah, that's that's a good pick. Yeah, I, like it just makes so much sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Now, Goo, you said that you weren't totally familiar with Bella Ramsey, right? I don't think so. I don't think so. You could prove me wrong. Uh. Well, I I think we've talked about this before. I don't think you've really ever watched Game of Thrones, right? No, no, not much of it. No. So, uh, Bella Ramsey shows up in Game of Thrones. She's kind of like a, uh, what was her name? Uh, uh, Leanna Mormont. And, uh, she was very, very good. She was kind of like this for some reason. She was like 10 years old in that show. And she was like the leader of, uh, of this. I can't remember if it was like a different faction or she was a leader of something, a band of guys in, uh, in, in this, in this show. And uh, she was very, very good for, I mean, for being 10 years old, she really, like, it was kind of, they played <laughs> sure. off her laughs at the beginning, this little girl kind of giving the orders and stuff like that. But as it, you know, as it continued, she kind of, you know, stepped into that role a little bit more and had a little bit more authority. Uh, she was actually a really, a really standout part of Game of Thrones. So I, I saw this and I was like, cool. where do I know that face from? And then I read that and I was like, you know what? Yeah, I, I totally, you know what? This is two for two for me. It's good, uh, good marketing for the show to have two kind of respected actors on there. You know, shows they're not they're not playing around. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, sounds good. Sounds good to me. Um, yeah. So I mean, it's uh, you know, it's it's gonna be good. I think. I you know, that was one of those ones where, um, that was one of those ones where I'm like, okay, like, what exactly? like is there to adapt like the the game was so much like a movie already to me that it was like what's like what story are we telling and how is it going to be any different but i i guess they're they're kind of winning me over with with that casting news yeah yeah i yeah i still kind of agree and stand by that or just like the idea of like um it's like a game that it's inspired by a lot of cinematic things like people have said like children of men and stuff like that but then you add in this gameplay element and so and like some and some kind of like unique stuff that like it, it's like both a game that kind of combines a lot of great past games and pushes a lot of things forward for people. And I'm like, and then now you're like translating that back into like the media it's inspired by. It just feels like, yeah, making a. A copy of a copy, maybe, but yeah. that doesn't mean it can't be good. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I was kind of in that camp at the beginning. I, I feel like I'm still a little bit, just kind of like, you know, there's uh, the thing with The Last of Us is like it's such a, 
it's such like a, a complete story and there's not really a whole lot of room for interpretation of that story. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, it's, it's basically like a movie that's a video game and it's very, it's a very great video game. I don't mean to disparage it when I say that it's uh yeah, I, I don't know, but you know, I do see, I do see the, um, you know, these names I'm like, okay, well maybe we can do something a little bit, a little bit different and a little bit, uh, I don't know, unorthodox and, and maybe tell a different kind of story. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not, like, negative about it necessarily or anything, but it's just not something I'm, like, you know, chomping at the bit to see or whatever. Um, all right, well, let's... I, I'm looking forward to it, yeah. Yeah, me too. I, I'm looking forward to that more than Uncharted with Tom Holland, I'll, I'll say that for sure. Sure, yeah, certainly. Um, okay, let's keep going and, and keep that uh, ball chomping <laughs> at the bit. Uh, unless... I'm less looking forward to this, too, I think. Let's talk about Borderlands. Goo, you you don't yeah. play Borderlands, right? Is that correct? I I have played Borderlands. Yeah, I didn't play like the more recent one, but I I've played a little bit of uh, I can't even remember which one. I played a little bit of one of them, and it was fun. Um, but um, I think we talked about this already when mm-hmm. there was already the announce of like Eli Roth making it and whatever. Yeah. Um, which doesn't necessarily feel like a bad pick, but it it just feels like kind of a a game that kind of had its time. You know, like, and I, I just don't think we really need to see it again, <laughs> see it anymore. It's like, uh, I don't know, it it just of its time, and that's what it is, you know? Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I don't disagree. Like, I still don't really know what Borderlands is. I kind of thought that it was like an <laughs> online, like, 4v4 first-person shooter or something, and I'm not sure if that's correct or not. No, no, no. Like, uh, no, it's like, um, it's like a, it's like a story, you know, story-based game. Like, it's a, um, it's, it's, but you can play co-op and stuff like that. It's, I think it really has inspired a lot of games now. Like, I, I feel like, I feel like, uh, like destiny or something like that. Like it's kind of of that lineage, you know, where, mm. you know, and it, and we're seeing those kind of games get bigger and bigger where you play these big, you know, co-op campaign online shooter games, you know, but I think you've just seen so many more types of stuff come out of it that are, that's more interesting, you know, and, and, uh, holds up a little bit better, I guess. Right. <laughs> You know what kind of vibes I got with Borderlands, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but, like, I kind of get, like, Guardians of the Galaxy vibes a little bit, but, like, it feels yeah. older, you know? Yeah, it's definitely, that's that's the thing of, like, the humor and everything from it, Um, in the game I played, at least, and what I got from, like, the marketing of the new stuff is that it is kind of, like, that snarky, like, like late 2000s, early 20. 20- Tens like Reddit <laughs> humor, you know, like epic. I don't know. It it to me, it's like that was. I mean, that's funny, I guess, at the time. But it's just like kind of comes off as corny now, you know. Right. Well, it's like it's like a lot of games of of their own time, like Duke Nukem or whatever. Like that was like really funny to me in the late nineties. But like when they came back with a new one. It was like I'm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if uh, that's really vibing anymore. It's just it. It's it's nothing to do. I mean, it's just like yeah, people's people's like sense of humor evolve and change and stuff like that. Sometimes for better, sometimes for worse. And sure. Yeah, I don't know. 
I, I think I told you this in the summertime. I uh, I bought Leisure Suit Larry, like the new game. I'd, <laughs> I'd always heard that they were yeah. really funny, and I was I'd kind of been told it's like okay, this is kind of like Phoenix Wright, but just with some like schmo who needs to find a girlfriend. And I was like, you know what? I'll try this. And yeah, I like I immediately understood why this was his first game in like twenty years or whatever it had been. It wasn't it, <laughs> right. it? Just it felt like very very kind of out of place. Very you know like a, a, a a relic of its time, if you will. Um, yeah, but I kind of like, I mean, I like, I, I think when we talked about that, I even said, like, I feel like the first Leisure Suit Larry games would be more fun to go back as, yeah. like, a novelty, because it's, like, it it feels more authentic, it feels more of its time, even, you know, even of stuff, the things that don't hold up or whatever, but it, it would just feel more unique and, like, fresh whereas like you get to like you know every everyone just runs out of gas eventually you know (laughs) even your leisure suit larry's of the world eventually run out of gas and it's time for something else well yeah that that one ran out of gas but uh let's get back (laughs) let's get back to borderlands here um yeah the borderlands movie we haven't even talked about the news (laughs) (laughs) they they got some decent, uh, some decent guys to to sign up here for this movie, uh, in in kind of fitting with again? the theme. Uh, sorry, I forgot who is on it. I'm I'm gonna read them off. I'm gonna read them off. Okay. Um, and and this kind of fits with the theme of like maybe relics from the past, maybe not, depending on your point <laughs> okay. of view. But uh, we got our man Jack Black up in uh, as the voice of Claptrap. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I saw someone say like. We're returning to 2007 or something like. <laughs> you know what? I I like Jack Black a lot. He's I, I, he's no, a great actor. Too, yeah. Uh, School yeah, of Rock. I think he's still having fun. Yeah. Yeah. And and he, I think that he's kept it kind of like like he he was in the Goosebumps movies, which the first one was, was you know it was charming for what it was, right? Like yeah. Um. And Jumanji. I, yeah, Jumanji. He's great in that. Um. I kind of like his arc. Like he's making movies that I'm not at all interested in but i kind of like that he has gone from like this like weird guy to like a beloved like family movie actor you know like good for good for him he seems like he seems like a nice guy you know yeah he he seems like a nice guy i've actually always thought that he's like pretty underrated when it comes to like serious roles as well actually um, you know, he was in, okay. uh, did you ever see mm. King Kong? Like Peter Jackson's King Kong? Yeah, yeah. I thought he was really, really good in that movie. I don't, yeah, I don't remember it as well. Uh, he was in I, I uh, Enemy of the out. State. He was really good in that movie. <laughs> He's been okay. in some good stuff. He was in Mars Attacks. <laughs> also some good stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, less serious there. but. Um, well, kind of of that same ilk, we got Kevin Hart joining the fray. Speaking of Jumanji. Uh, this is just a Jumanji yeah. cast. <laughs> We're going to see The Rock show up in the post credit scene. <laughs> I mean, yeah, actually, the four, like, I could totally see you just take the four leads of Jumanji and put them in Borderlands, and it kind of fits. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> yeah, I could definitely see that. Uh, do, do you think that Kevin Hart is funny? I feel like some people are kind of back and forth uh, on him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I used to be a little bit. Like I, I would see all those like movies with like him and The Rock, and they're doing their little shtick. Right. But it, that's even kind of gotten old. 
like that central intelligence movie I saw it in theaters and I was like, ah, it's kind of funny. Um, and then I, I think I've just changed a little bit too. Like I, I remember him showing up, he shows up on, in like Hobbs and Shaw on, on a plane scene and, and they're doing their stick again. And I'm like, all right, I've, I've seen enough of you guys. Right. Uh, yeah, let's, but they're going to be doing movies forever. I'm sure. Yeah. I think that it'll get to the point where like, it's overdone, and then it's just kind of like so. It's like the tradition, and we kind of love it again. You know what I mean? It's just <laughs> oh, like, yeah, all right, these guys be. have been friends for like twenty years, and they're just doing their thing. That's this. This is kind of endearing. Uh, I, I think mm. Kevin Hart is is pretty funny. He can he can yeah. be uh, a little annoying, I think, at times, but uh, that's okay. This this is oh, I, yeah. I think this movie is d- like on a track to be one of the most annoying movies yeah. <laughs> ever made. But. Uh, well, here we go. We got Kate Blanchett for some reason uh, showing up in the Borderlands <laughs> <Sure>. movie. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. I, uh, that, this, this seems like kind of a, uh, I don't want to say a step down, but I think that she's like buying a new lake house or something here and she's yeah, doing yeah. the Borderlands to, to purchase that. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Well, uh, yeah, last... I, th- I think this will either be... Oh, there's someone else still? There's one more. There's one more. Okay. We've got the legend herself, Jamie Lee Curtis, joining the fray. Interesting. Okay. Uh, sure. <laughs> I, I, have to tell, I have to tell a quick Jamie Lee Curtis story, because I don't think I truly appreciated Jamie Lee Curtis until maybe a year or two ago, because I like I like Halloween, okay. but they're not... They're, Halloween isn't my favorite slasher films, and I, I just kind of like... I feel like I haven't really seen a lot of her other stuff, but man, I was watching uh, Scream Queens on Netflix, and that show was so fucking funny, and she was so funny in that show. Oh my god, goo you dude, you would love it. It's so funny. Okay, very Um. very like dark humor, dark (laughs) comedy, but it's like it's just like kind of a a parody almost of like eighty slasher films, and it's it's Mm, just like a mystery, like who done it. Um, it's very, very good. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan. I'm a big Jamie Lee Curtis fan, so, but I, I mean, I don't know. That's, that's not enough to, like, make me think, like, oh, this will be good, but sure. Yeah. Why not? I, I mean, I don't know that anybody, like, goes into this movie expecting it to be, like, a great movie. Like, like, when you go see Jumanji, mm-hmm. you're not just like, this is gonna be a great movie, right? Like, you're just like, this is gonna be kind of dumb, but, like, kind of funny, and, I'm mostly here just to see these like four actors almost doing like improv comedy almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like this has the same kind of energy. Yeah. The Jumanji movies are kind of bad, but like I, I kind of go into them with low expectations and be like, yeah, this is a stupid little movie. Um, yeah, I don't think the element of like, it's the borderlands humor and Eli Roth style stuff will connect. Sometimes, those type of things when like pushed to their limits um can can like come around and be like genuinely feel inspired you know what i mean but i don't i think this is going to be too much of a kind of a cash grab to like get to that point you know like sometimes we talk about like the uve bull stuff where it like it gets just so extreme and so insane that it's like <laughs> this is kind of amazing again i i think it's not going to hit that type of level. It's going to no. be more like 
just a little bit of that, but still, like, presentable <laughs> to, like, a mainstream audience, you know? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, you pretty much nailed it. I think it'll be competent. I think that it will be, maybe, maybe it could be good. I think that it'll probably fall in that, like, uh, I think it'll probably fall in, like, that 4 to 7 out of 10 area. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'm getting I'm getting big Jumanji vibes from it. Actually, I, I do think that's an apt comparison. And you know what? Like you said, like if it's if it's just kind of like a dumb Jumanji in like a different <laughs> setting, I feel like that's probably good enough for sure. what this movie needs to be. You know, like it doesn't need to be uh, it, it doesn't have the weight of the video game movie industry on its back. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm getting the four to seven vibes from this and I'm getting like an eight vibe from The Last of Us. Yeah, I could go with an <laughs> I could go with an eight, maybe like a, a seven to eight point five range. Yeah, I feel comfortable. <laughs> so with that. that's I uh, yeah, Mark, that's our predictions. Mark them down. I feel I feel confident about that. Well, Goo, is there anything else we can talk about or is it time? I mean, I'm not trying to delay this. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to this discussion. All right. Well, let's let's do it. Mortal Kombat <laughs> Annihilation, directed by John R. Leonetti, and uh, starring Robin Shaw and uh, Talisa Solo, who or Soto, I'm sorry, who are back from the first Mortal Kombat movie, mm-hmm. and uh, literally they're the only guys back from the first Mortal Kombat movie. Um, this was released yeah. in November 21st, 1997. Oh boy, there's a lot to talk about here. Where do we where do we even begin? Let's let's begin with the cast. Goo. Let's begin with okay. the cast. Yeah. Now, uh obviously in the last movie, we had guys like Christopher Lambert and Lyndon Ashby and uh, uh a, a few more uh of those characters show up as as their respect like Raiden and, and Johnny and, and all that. Every single person declined to work on this movie because of the script, because the script was so terrible. The only person who came back was Katana and Lau. Yikes. Yeah, yeah, you gotta get paid, gotta get paid. So, I feel like right there, like, when, when you have the cast of Mortal Kombat, which was a bad movie, read the script for the sequel, and they walk away because... The script is so bad. Like, I feel like that is just some big, big warning signs right there. <laughs> you know what? It almost... It, to me, it added this extra <laughs> layer of charm to it. That it's, like, completely recast characters. Oh, like, uh, God. I loved it. I love seeing Lou Kang back, though. Same guy. Lou... With his great flow. Yeah, his flow is actually, like, wicked. I'll give him that. <laughs> I felt I felt really bad for for Lou. I felt bad for Robin, uh Robin Shaw, the actor. I yeah, uh, well, and we'll we'll get into that. Um <laughs> yeah. so I I read I read and I don't know how credible this is. In fact, I feel like there's no way that this is true, but I read that there was a third Mortal Kombat movie that was going to be created called oh Mortal God. Kombat Devastation. And returning would have been Christopher Lambert, Lyndon Ashby, all everybody from the first Mortal Kombat would have been coming back. But this movie was so bad and did so poorly that those plans were scrapped. Now, I <laughs> I call shenanigans. I call shenanigans on that. There's no way that if the cast yeah, that were like, fake. yeah, 
If, if they thought that the second movie was the shits, there's no way they're coming back for the third. No way. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I I don't know how they could have ever, at what point in time, that would have been a thing they would have been, like, down with. You know what I mean? Sounds <sighs> fake. Sounds fake. Yeah. Um. It was... I don't. I don't think that that is true at all. <laughs> no. Um, what we, you know, it's it's kind of odd though, because um, we get this movie, Mortal Kombat Annihilation, coming out in 1997, and as we know, our boy Paul W was directing the first Mortal Kombat movie, and it's kind of odd that he turns down this movie to make a movie which I actually really love which is Event Horizon, which comes out in 1997. And um, Paul W. Uh, later, I guess, was interviewed and said, quote, uh, or I'll paraphrase it, actually. Um, he expressed his dislike for the film and regret that he chose not to be involved with it. And this was one of the reasons that he remained involved in the making of the sequels to Resident Evil as a way of staying with the franchise and shepherding the franchise, which makes a lot of sense. Wow. Yeah, it does, actually, because... Uh, yeah, well, the last two Resident Evils we watched, like, he only, like, wrote or whatever, but it did, like, it did at least give them a sense of continuity, you know what I mean? And we've talked every time about how it kind of, each one has kind of sort of raised our opinions of the previous one. <laughs> um, and I think that does have, have to do with it. And I think, I mean, I enjoyed this Mortal Kombat for what it was, but I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure you could have made a... I'm sure there could have been a lot more they could have gotten out of it if he had kind of hitched his wagon to it or whatever. I can't think of the metaphor, but if he had kind of attached himself to it, like it could have maybe raised the, you know, raised the bar for it a little bit, you know, maybe, maybe even who knows his connections, but maybe he could have, you know, had a better pass on the script, maybe gotten some of the people to come back. Right. Um, yeah, maybe gotten some better resources or, you know, like there's definitely a, a clear, like as much as we, um, we were kind of negative on the first one, but I've like kind of rewatched a lot of it since then. And I've come to appreciate like some of the stuff in it, like some, you know, some of the set designs and stuff like that look pretty cool. Whereas in this, it's just like, it's just constantly outrageous. You know, there's never, <laughs> there's never anything that I'm like, like that looks incredible, <laughs> you know, or at least there's something some spots of the uh, first one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I agree with that. I think, um, I think, you know, I'm going to save it actually till we get to the movie here. I don't know how much longer <laughs> sure. I can delay, but, uh, the one last thing that I did want to bring up, cause I just thought that this was funny. I was doing a little bit of research into this, looking for some tidbits and I don't know why this stuck out to me, but like um, the actress who played Jade was named Irina uh, Pantavea, and she told the magazine Femme Fatales in 1997, I loved my character so much that I could not get away from her. And I read that and I don't know why it stuck out to me, but my God, it did. I was so many thoughts crossed through my head. Like I was like. What what fucking character did you love? Like there there is not a character in this movie who like fit that descriptor. Like there was no characters in this movie. Yeah, like, her this character just, is 
particularly bad. Uh, oh my god, I, I don't. I was just like, <laughs> I you know the you know That's, the shake your head emoji that you see. That's what I was doing because uh, I was like, how I I feel like I would have been desperately trying to distance myself away from mm. anything regarding yeah oh god that's god. that's what i that's what i liked about this i think um every element of the movie has this like in, if you think about it in comparison to the first one because the first one was like very not not really good at that like all the all the characters all the like arcs were like all pretty bad or whatever like most most of the things were really bad and then everything in this was like like if you took that same kind of thing and like threw it in a blender and <laughs> and made it even worse and that actually kind of like heightened everything for me like i like the movie is like it's like constantly oh. shitty if that makes sense whereas like the other mortal combat is like shitty in certain ways but then like there are ways that it does hold up sure. as like a presentable movie um, and it's it's better for sure, but I I will say I was constantly uh, chuckling oh, <laughs> while watching God. this movie. I had a blast. I did I did have a lot of fun watching this movie. Uh, you know what? Let Let's just kind of start our commentary about the movie here. Um, we sh- we should yeah. I think Gooey that this is the worst movie that we've watched for virtual theater. I, I think it might be the worst one. You uh, might be right, yeah, but um, I, I, I think if you like compare it to like some of the boring ones. Like I would rather watch this a million times than Alone in the Dark. Right. I was gonna say like I, I think on a on a technical level, like it's absolutely the worst movie that we've watched. I, I don't think that there's any question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, this it's it's so I think it. Well, the obvious stuff is how shitty everything looks, especially like all the effects. But you mentioned like the people reading the script and then turning it down like that's that's still so apparent like the the script the the story the dialogue the pacing of it all it, it's so it's so apparent like i i could totally see reading the script of this and no like that's how bad oh. it is is that it's it, just so right away you can tell that it's so shitty the, this movie is why video game movies have the reputation that they do. This is like solely responsible for that. that. Like this is this is so bad, and there is not a redeeming part of this movie. Like the acting is awful, the script is awful, the directing is awful, the story is awful. Maybe maybe the music is okay. Maybe the music. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't, but you know what? I wouldn't say so. I wouldn't say so either. The only good parts where the music comes in are like the reused theme from the first Mortal Kombat. Um, yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm also like a, yeah. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna level with everybody here too. So usually when I watch these movies, I I'll make some notes and we'll kind of we'll talk about some some scenes and some stuff like that. And I kind of did that here, but like also it was so incoherent that I couldn't keep up, and I like. I was just like, what is happening? Like, what's going yeah. on? So I just, I stopped. I, I sort of suggested to, I was like, <laughs> you should drop that concept. Because, yeah, honestly, I think if one, if you're trying to, like, break down the movie and the story, it's like, it's a fool's errand, you know? Uh, yeah. This was, uh, I, this was I, just so I, bad. I really 
had fun and it was just because I was just kind of watching it and every time something happened or like a new plot thing showed up, I was like, okay, sounds good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> whatever you say. <laughs> Uh, there's the, they're rolling in the balls. All right, cool. (laughs) And, and I would just like, and it's, and it, but it's constant. It's great. That's what's great about it is that it is constantly fucked up. Like there, there's maybe like two boring minutes total in the whole movie. Otherwise it's like, (laughs) I cannot believe what I'm seeing. And so it's fun. It's good. <laughs> now, now hold on, because I, you know what? I suspected that you were going to be watching this and be like, "What the fuck? This is this is good in a fucked was, up way." But I was hooting. I'm 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 not going to allow us to 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 come and talk about this movie favorably here on this show. Now, there is a big difference. I feel like that's you, all I'm doing. You can laugh with a movie that knows it's bad, and you can laugh at a movie that knows it's bad. And this is where you're laughing at it because this was like so. So oh, yeah. so awful. Yeah, big time. <laughs> so so awful. Um right. I do I, I do have a collection. I know it wasn't it was not their intent, I don't no. think, to make a movie so fucked up. <laughs> but uh I don't care. You know? I was like, whatever, good for them. They made a big piece of shit. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy is, about it. This is a big steamy piece of shit. <laughs> it doesn't you know, it doesn't hurt me that it's bad. <laughs> so I might as I I might as well just enjoy it while I can, you know? Yep. Um, all right. So I, people, I did. There are people who try to make movies this bad, like ironic bad movies, and they could never. They just could never do it. No, so. th- this is like this defies logic. Like the fact that this movie was ever made is kind of amazing. Like the fact that it went yeah. past like oh yeah a, a director who made it, and then an executive who was just like okay, let's let's produce it, and then like. The final product where the movie head executive guy was like, okay, let's put this out to the masses. Like going up that ladder is is amazing that at one point nobody ever was just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, I yeah, definitely. It's it's a chaotic mess. Uh, okay, so Goo, I, I did just jot down some like particular scenes here that I thought were uh, worth talking about and like extra yeah, fucked def- up. Definitely. So let's Let's go. You know, the the first thing, uh, you know, the the movie starts off in a good way because it has the the Mortal Kombat techno theme and that that slaps. So that's <laughs> starts good. It's the same as the first one. Yeah. Same as the first one. You know, it's got leftovers. That's okay. Um but man, this movie starts off and I'm just like, what the fuck? I feel like I picked this up like 35 minutes in cuz like all of the bad guys are there. All of the good guys are there. And it's like, <laughs> yeah. you're at 60 seconds into the movie. And I was like, did I miss something? That's the thing. It's like the the pacing and like <laughs> the story structure and how things unfold is just so, it's just so f- fucking <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> it, it's like, that's, that's that there. And it just is con- like, that is a tone that never nope. relents, it's, it's, which is cool. <laughs> it's it's so I've never seen it so fucked up. I I feel like I mean I've seen worse movies, um, but I don't know. It's so it's so relentless. <laughs> it's fucked up, man. It's uh, like literally. I was like, there's every single bad guy there. <laughs> there's every single good guy, and they lay out the plot for this whole movie in the first sixty seconds. <laughs> and like the plot is coming from this like garbled narrator and it's like yeah. what the what the fuck that's that's up. also like 
One one thing I didn't want to do when talking about it, because I feel like I can totally imagine people describing this movie, and I'm glad you didn't take notes, and being like, this doesn't make sense, this doesn't make sense, this doesn't make sense, and it's like, there's no there's no consistent logic in this movie, they just are te- they're telling you things, and it, it's not confusing because, like, they're defying any rules or anything, they're just, like, making up the rules as they go, it is, like two kids smashing action figures together a little bit. That, and so that's a great way to put it. That's a perfect so I would, analogy. I would be if <laughs> I'd be offended to say anyone like to hear anyone tell me they're like confused by this cuz there is nothing to be confused by because there is nothing to understand. <laughs> so <laughs> that's that's why I was like I was glad you didn't take notes cuz I was like yeah, just just let it happen, <laughs> you know, just let the movie happen. Um and and you know what too? It's like it, the movie does try and give you like the the very most basic concept for why this movie is happening in the first sixty seconds, but like it's it's impossible to pay attention to it because as this is happening, you've got this fucking CGI Windows ninety five screensaver <laughs> bullshit going on everywhere, and it's oh, like man. what the I, fuck that was incredible, yeah, <laughs> and that. That is another thing that never relents. It's every scene. There's something fucked up that's like coming from the screen. And I was just like, this looks so like this looks bad by 1997 standards. And I was just like, but like the guys the like the directors must have just been like, they must have just found out how to use special effects because they were like, fuck, yeah, like this looks so sweet. Like, look what I can do now. Right. Yeah, this is um. Yeah, it's just so budget and yeah, I don't know. I I like I like how awful it looks because it's just like it's just like wow, someone made this, you know? Holy! So um, I did notice when when all of the the bad guys were at the top there, I was like, okay, fucking sweet. We've got Scorpion has a tail now. That was kind of cool. There is there's a Lionel in there, so he looks kind of cool. And there's yeah. like a female Goro. And she looks kind of cool, so I was like, "Well, and, and when my yeah, I when I say cool, like they yeah. look like shit, but like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> no, they look fucking sweet." Yeah, <laughs> I loved. Yeah, I loved it. Um, I was just looking. I I guess I I didn't do any research, so I was just like taking a look at the writers, you know. And they gave they give um, Ed Boon, who you know, is like the big Mortal Kombat guy. Like they give the guys who wrote for the games, some writing credits are here. But then the other two people who have writing credits have like are like producers and like uh. produce a lot of things. Uh but they don't really have writing credits otherwise. So my my prediction of how or like my guess of how this could have ended up was just that you had like two producers kind of like through a movie together. Like th- there you know, there probably wasn't a lot of writing. They probably just shit out, you know, like here's a script or whatever. Um go make this movie and they got this guy to to make the movie like they're you know it doesn't seem like at least with with Paul where he is like at least thinking about and trying he's to at the helm and and directing the the course of the ship maybe not in the most optimal direction but at least it has a direction yeah whereas this i feel like you just have two guys who are like hey, here just make a movie just make a mortal kombat movie it doesn't matter you know yeah yeah, uh, I I totally agree. This <laughs> sorry, this... that's kind of an interjection, but I, I that was my discovery. 
Well, you're not wrong. That's I mean, that's totally that's totally what this is. It's just like throw some stuff against the wall, and the the people that see Mortal Kombat are dumb. They don't. They're not going to understand anyway. So just give them fights. Yeah, I feel like that's it does totally feel what like it was. that too, especially because the first one was popular with Mortal Kombat fans. It seems like like there's a lot of people who uh, back that movie up. So I could totally see like this could just totally be like cash grab. Like we'll get their money. Oh yeah, you know, we'll make it. We'll make it on the cheap. We don't even need like a real script. We don't need to hire any writer. You know, it it was so obvious Boom. that the producers have like zero respect for the fans of Mortal Kombat. Like, just they just think that they're these <laughs> yeah. dumb redneck motherfuckers. Like, <laughs> sure, yeah. Uh, um, okay. Now, you know what? I actually I got to give out uh, a shout out to this one line because it fucking popped me when uh, <laughs> in the first sixty seconds when this lady shows up and Katana's like, "Mother, you're alive." <laughs> Fuck me. I was fucking uh, yep. howling. <laughs> That's what that her like story with the mother is is a perfect example of how they're just like here the here the like whatever we break the rules. Like mother, you're alive. Wait, we won the tournament. How, how do we do this? And he's like, "Well, uh he's using your mother. You can, he's just breaking the rules. Uh I'll tell you about it. Here's another rule we made up, you know. It, it's just very much like Nuh-uh, 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 you know? <laughs> like kids, like, making up new rules as the story goes on. The the fucking bad guy, too, looked like Shredder from Ninja Turtles, which is also yes. awesome. So, shout I, out I to love my man. That. I do love that actor. Uh, he's got such a memorable face. Yeah, um, he looks like a fucked up Vin Diesel. He's, he's, um, in a lot of good stuff, actually. Uh, um, he's... The punk from uh, Terminator that uh, that Arnold in the first one, I believe, takes his clothes from. Uh, he's he is a for me kind of a, a legend for Star Trek because he's played. He's been in like four different series. He's appeared twice in one of them. He's been in like two of the movies, I think. Hmm. Um, and he's he has a very prominent role in an episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation where he's like. There's an episode where. Uh, Commander Riker does kind of like this first officer exchange program and goes and like serves on a Klingon ship and he plays hmm. he plays like the Klingon first officer there that he's got to like prove himself to to like be like no I can hang with the Klingons and this guy you look at him he he has the perfect look for like a Klingon dude oh, so he totally. to me he's he's one of those like actors that I really respect that just have a lot of cool roles and like action and sci-fi stuff just for like, like looking big and like having like kind of a fucked up face. And he's, I think he's a good actor too. Like he's not good in this, but, uh, they give, I mean, I actually delighted in most of his like big shitty lines that he, <laughs> that he delivered. Cause he just, I don't know. He's so, something so endearing about the actor. Uh, yeah, oh, okay, I, I'm down with that. He he fucking snapped Johnny's neck, so I was just like, all right, this <laughs> <Yeah>. guy's cool. <laughs> I I thought Johnny was going to come back. So, end, oh, so did I. I was like, oh, I, I, oh, I was like all right, he's dead. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Fuck, rest in peace. Um, so the first seven minutes, I, they were like so dizzying, and I was so confused and disorientated after. I, I, I was just like... 
I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to bed and I'm going to watch the rest of this tomorrow. <laughs> I, I, li- yeah. I literally did that. I, I had to. I was like, I can't do this right now. I've been up since four o'clock with my dog. Like, I can't watch this. I was having a blast. I think we've talked about kind of like movies. There's a lot of movies we've watched that were they it's like they'd be better if you watched with other people because you can yeah. kind of like joke around and, and laugh at it. But they're like not as exciting by yourself. This was one, um, I wasn't watching it alone, but like, it didn't have that big group setting. Uh, and I still think it was, it was like a blast, like, like just cause it is, it's just, yeah. I I don't know how many times I got to say that it's so, it's just so like mystifying. Like how did this, (laughs) how did they make this, you know? Uh, Yeah. This, this is so fucked up. It's truly, um, a divine accomplishment that <laughs> I, this was made. I could have watched this like completely alone, and I think I would have been like talking to myself <laughs> during it. You know, like <laughs> it just like defies any expectations. This would have been like a really sick movie to like take acid to and just sit <laughs> oh on the God. couch yeah. and like the, the the visual effects already kind of look like you're on acid but if you actually were like and they pop out of the screen i feel like this could be a transcendent experience yeah yeah i you know what i almost did uh levitate watching it already <laughs> and i was stone sober <laughs> fuck me uh okay so yeah all, all the all the good guys are, are together here and i have i have to say I think that the guy that they got to play Raiden wasn't horrible. He probably fared the best acting wise of anyone in this movie. Would you <laughs> yeah. agree with that? Uh, yeah. To me, he was second to I. I do like uh, Shao Kahn, just the actor. Um, and like, do he was like at least because everyone had the unfortunate task of just having to deliver such shitty dialogue. So I think Shao Kahn kind of sold it the most because it was like the most over the top. But then, yeah, Raiden, he had he had much better vibe than Christopher Lambert or whatever for for like what you expect from Raiden. Yeah. Um, And then like they also defy what I expect from Raiden in this movie. (laughs) And so it it, I was like, wow, okay, they cast like a more appropriate guy and then take the character in a really fucking weird direction. Uh, and I kind of loved it because <laughs> it was just so like it was I don't fucked know. up. It was like you guys got close, <laughs> but uh, it, this um, was he was fucked up. He and I, I don't I don't think that he was like great. I, I don't I don't even think that he was like good. But he was probably the best. I thought like he didn't he wasn't yeah, as I think I, awful as everyone else. I think I would agree. Yeah, I would agree. I think he was the best at like um. Just like the most basic kind of acting, I I do like again the villain for doing what he's doing, and then I I also like uh, I like Lou. Uh, I think he he never has a great line, and he never really delivers a great line well. But I think he's just <laughs> a great he's a great like physical presence. Like I I can always kind of get behind him. He he looks like hero. a likable guy. I think is what yeah. it is. You know, cool haircut. Yeah. Every I, and every time he gets um like, hit hard enough that it makes him, like, spin. He always, like, does, like, a spin uh, off to the side in a real cool, like, corkscrew way, and so I kind of respect that for him, too. That he's always, like, corkscrew spinning, falling down. 
Um, well, let's. So I, I basically, so what I did here is uh, I was gonna add some commentary to your commentary about the fights, but I actually jotted down most of the fight scenes because each of them are kind of yeah. interesting in their own way. But the last thing that I wrote down when I was trying to follow the script, and this was when I was just like, "Fuck this." Um, so everybody splits up. So we kind of got our our uh, our crux of the characters of what they're doing. So Raiden is going to speak to some gods. Lou and Katana go and look for someone named Nightwolf. And then Sonya goes to find her partner or something like that. And so we start okay. off with Sonya. Or no, I'm sorry. We start off with um, with Lou and, and Katana. And they they got to travel. They all have to travel via balls. In oh, Earth's oh yeah. And, and Jesus, like Katana <laughs> and Lou, I thought we were going to start banging in their ball. Like they were just like on top <laughs> of each other. Uh, but they, they get to the first fight scene and I was just like, all right, let's go hit the music. And the music just ninjas always show up everywhere. Everyone goes, (laughs) they're fighting like these like cyber ninja things. And I was like, okay, these look like shit, but let's do it. And like the fights were fun. (laughs) They were fun. You know what? The, the fights, this fight was, uh, it, the, the thing that stuck out to me was Katana's like feather blade thing. That actually looked kind of cool. I gotta say, yeah. But that was the, the only fi- effect I thought that looked cool. The fights were really like watching this, and and even I, I went back and I watched um some all the fights actually from the first Mortal Kombat. And these these are goofier, but even though those are obviously really goofy, but they all they all are like um. They, they all are like adult Power Rangers. You know what I mean? Like people are throwing kicks that are, like, a million miles away from actually hitting, but then you cut to, like, a reaction of it hitting, and, you know... And the guy that got hit is doing, like, this giant-ass triple flip in the air, and it looks so hokey and so bad. Oh, I love that. I love that. I love the big, goofy (laughs) fights. And, um, like, genuinely, too, I think... uh, Yeah, even that, where it's, like, this really, like... You can see the choreography happening of like it, it's like really slow, and you can tell they're going through the moves, and it's not tight or anything. And you can tell like not everyone's a professional. There are some, but not all that. I just still think it's so it's so fun to watch, and yeah, I just like I don't even I just think it's fun to watch, even though it's not really actually done that well. It's big and hokey and corny, and it feels oh. like watching Power Rangers. But uh, I was having a blast. That, it delivers on the premise. Power Rangers too. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah, it might be actually. I don't know. So in this fight, fucking Sub-Zero shows up and then we learn that it's his little brother <laughs> and he That's freezes a bunch of ninjas and then he, then he fights Scorpion and then they like both of them just fuck off for the rest of the movie. Yeah, so it's like, that's another thing where it's like, Sub-Zero's here, and you're like, wait, Sub-Zero's dead, and he's like, I'm his brother. <laughs> it's like, um, okay. And they set up this, they set up some story stuff, and that, and it's like, I, I also love, they're like, I thought you died, and he says, I'm his brother, and then a second later, they call him Sub-Zero, and it's like, he never told you his name was Sub-Zero, like, maybe he's called something else. <laughs> but I guess it's Sub-Zero. And then, yeah, Scorpion's there, and they're fighting on this ice bridge that's amazing. Uh, oh, God. You know what was was sweet, though, was, like, when Scorpion was like, get over here! Yeah, and there's another part, like, before they go collapsing into the pit where he's like, suckers! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, th- this, uh, this was fucking 
awful. This fight was awfully done. It was awfully choreographed, awfully acted. It, it was so good. It, it, it was... <laughs> yeah, It's just like everything else in this movie. It was just absolutely awful. Um, let's flip over. Let's just go right to the next fight because uh, I just want to get to the other fights. First of all, we go to Sonya, and she meets up with, uh, what was this guy's name? He's got the big... Jax. Jax. So your partner is Jax, and for some reason, he's got these big-ass fucking robot arms. And then another cyber ninja shows up, and this dude, we talked about him last episode, but he reminds me of the Shockmaster. He has the same kind of vibe. He's got, like, the same, like, guy doing his dubbed voice. I was just like, fuck Mm. yeah, like, let's go, Shockmaster. What do we got? (laughs) There are, in all these scenes, I remember this one in particular, I don't remember the exact things that happen, but there are, like, specific, like, brief moments of choreography that something, like, kind of interesting happens in the fight, like, they do an interesting move or something, where I'm just like, and it's happening in slow motion, and I'm just like, fuck yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, I, I, I don't know, I was like... I like I literally did say fuck yeah a couple times watching these scenes. So I can't say I could never say they were bad even though they were pretty they were pretty bad because I yeah, I gooey literally uttered the words fuck yeah during this fight. I I made she, like, a couple throws of like... him all slow mo and I don't know. I made a couple audible just like ha when I was watching this movie. Uh, here's some some trivia for yeah. you though. My dog hates Sonya. Oh, hey, no. Hates. She came on and he started yipping and I was like, it's okay. I, I don't like her either, but <laughs> I don't like anybody in this movie either. Oh. So there we go. Yeah, um, there's, there's not a lot of redeeming characters the, for the sure. The fucking, the, when they, I can't remember who did it. I think Sonya did it. She like blew some dust or something and then it like blew up and Jax <laughs> yeah, is yeah, like, yeah. you barbecued his ass. Oh, the Jacks like lines are really bad. It really that's that's like the worst thing about it is like I don't know what they're going for here. But uh, Oh man. Yeah. That and the and the stuff with Jade is a little weird. But um that fire thing you mentioned, yeah, she throws the robot into the fire and then blows dust and <laughs> it's not certain what this is, but it explodes. <laughs> I, I was expecting, I was expecting Jazz Jax to say like, "What was that?" and her to be like, "Oh, it's blah, I don't blah, know, blah. some explosive powder." And but instead, right. yeah, he's just like, "Yeah, you roasted his ass." And I was like, "You know what? Okay, okay. <laughs> sure." Oh man, <laughs> uh, there is, and this movie cuts all over the fucking place. But there is one point after this where we were in like the bad guys' lair, and the Lionel and the female Goro were like arguing. I was 100% sure they were about to start fucking, like, 100%. He was very, he, they were both very erotic looking, yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. Uh, so let's let's go back to, uh, to our boy Lou. He, he finds this werewolf looking motherfucker who might be the worst looking character in the movie, and that is truly saying something. And this fucking guy, Night this werewolf. Wolf or whatever, yeah. Yeah. He... Probably says the word animality about 30 times. <laughs> it's my animality, yeah. <laughs> the writers the writers found this word in the dictionary. They were like, hey, this sounds really epic and cool. And they just like, the- bam, 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 used it again and again and again. 
Well, that is actually from Mortal Kombat. Uh, the animalities uh, was like in a, uh, later games they had the fatalities, you know, and then in later games they added like uh, friendships and they added animalities where you turn into an animal to do the finishing move. And I think they had babalities where you turn the opponent into a baby. (laughs) (laughs) So that was them, like, uh, trying to be like, that's a thing from the game, you know? And you know what? It paid off. It paid off in the end. So (laughs) I'm okay with it. Uh, So this this was another just amazing scene in here. Uh, Lou meets Jade, who's, like, in basically wearing nothing. And they start hooking up. And I was just like, oh, I thought that Lou's dating Katana. And then he actually, yeah. like, to his credit, there is a little bit of coherence <laughs> where he's like, no, I'm I'm with Katana. My heart belongs to someone else. Even though he's, like, already macking with Jade. Um, and then Jade just beats the shit out of him, which was kind of neat. But, uh, <laughs> sure, yeah, I, yeah, I was, like, I was so confused because I was like, what the fuck? Because right before here, we had just seen, like, Lou, like, turning into a beast, kind of, sort of. I was... I was yeah, so I was fucking lost. Nightwolf is just gone. He's, yeah, he's it? disappeared. Uh, I'm going to do the thing I said I wasn't going to do, but like he says you got to do like three things, and I feel like he didn't do three things. No, I, I, I don't, don't think remember. so. But I, I was like not fully caring or paying attention, but then yeah, he pieces out, and I was like, oh, I guess he's not in the movie anymore. And then yeah, Jade... Jade is, like, a character, too. We don't really, like, learn anything about, really, and don't get a sense of her character. And then later in the movie, spoiler, she, like, turns on them, and they're like, what? How could you? And it's like, you don't know fucking anything about this character. Uh, so, I don't know. <laughs> like, how how could she not, I guess? And, and that was, like, such, uh, let's just talk about that scene now. When, when Jade betrayed everybody... That was such an incoherent scene because I was like, they they don't make it apparent that she's betrayed him. It's just like she literally has to <laughs> yeah. say like, ha, you fell for it. And I was like, oh, what happened? And then like, I guess this didn't work or something. Doesn't she, doesn't she say something like, it made me laugh, but I can't. I, I wish I remembered a lot of the one liners in this because there were a lot of good ones, but they were happening. It was so bonkers. But I think she just does say something like. You've been tricked. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> Something like that. And I was like, oh, I guess I guess she fucked him. Like, I just thought that they were all in the same room together. Yeah, I thought they were just, like, in a pose, like, ready to fight. And then she's just like, you've been tricked. <laughs> okay, oh. sure. Sounds so, good. Sounds good. They're tricked. All right. Let's, let's go to the next fight scene. And I fucking laughed out loud when this started to happen. But and I called Sam over to watch it because I thought it was so funny. The fucking <laughs> mud fight, the mud wrestling fight with Sonya oh and this other pink ninja. And you know what, Gooey? I think this was the most believable fight in the entire movie. I'm not gonna lie. I think okay. that this is probably the best fight in the movie. And it's a fucking mud wrestling fight. Mo- I would say most of the fights are beyond belief. This wasn't. Isn't th- there is like another exchange with her and the ninja where like. They're like, aren't you somebody? And she's like, I'm somebody else or something. I can't even remember. But it was like, <laughs> um, okay, whatever. <laughs> you know, like everyone's just t- constantly like kind of telling you what's going on. <laughs> but it's yeah. so it's so stupid. 
And like, it, so I say that this was the best scene. This is a still, this is a shitty fight. But like, at least there was like a kick or two, which I was just like, oh, that that looked like believable. Like mm. it looked, it looked like it hurt. And yeah, I, th- uh, I, I do recall maybe during this being like one or two times being like, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> like that, right? Not, not a fuck yeah, but. <laughs> no, <laughs> it wasn't shit. over the top, but it was, this was probably the most grounded fight, I, I think. Mm. Which is kind of a pun because it's like you know mud wrestling, but uh, yeah, yeah. And, and they, they they completely fuck it up though because like there's this like subplot where people have tattoos of like birds and then the birds oh. come to life. They're, and, they're little dragons or dragons, yeah. And it's like, yeah. what the fuck? What is this? And there is a bug, it's the mark of Raiden's family or something. The Holy old gods, shit. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's just like okay, all right, cool. Uh, Raiden, by the yeah, way, whatever. has has cut his hair. He's in a muscle shirt, <laughs> and he's like now fighting that for was, the good guys. I lost my mind. I was like, "What the fuck <laughs> is happening?" And imagine, he's like, imagine if Gandalf like, the Grey just like fucking got a mohawk and started fighting in like <laughs> in overalls. <laughs> what the fuck? It was amazing. Uh, he's there's a lot of weird like. Like he's, I think he had this in the first one too, but he's like a weird old perv in this one. And so there was oh, something yeah. like, yeah, I hope, every I hope time, she every fights time, as good as she looks. Yeah. Yeah. Actually he reunites with the group and he's like, you're hot. And then he says to Jack's like, your arms are fucking weird or something. And it's <laughs> like, what is he's like, there's just something about, you don't, you don't expect what's coming from this character. Cause you watch and you do expect like, Oh, he's going to be like a more Gandalf, like wise elder. But then he's like, he's like having a midlife crisis <laughs> during the movie too. Oh God. Um, yeah. This, yeah, he, just, this was so bad. After that mud wrestling fight too, like Jax is like, you look good in mud. And oh, yeah. it's like, that's <laughs> like a fucking like, Oh my God. Like roll your eyes kind of line. Right. But, and she goes, Jax, and, and it's like, okay, that, that could be it. That could be it. But he goes, what? You do? And it's like, okay, come on. Like, let's not linger on this shitty joke for this long. I, like, I am, like, so, it's so appropriate to me, by the way, just going back to this mud wrestling fight for a second, that, like, the producers are like, ah, put a fucking mud wrestling fight between two women mm-hmm. in there. Like, that's what our audience wants. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, they, oh, they, it doesn't it doesn't go like full on like there's never like a cat fighting <laughs> scene. No, this, like it's I, actually I kind of a respect. legit fight, but yeah, it's, and all the, it's, it's all, kind of funny. The, all the like female characters do have like like in their scenes, like they're just as cool fight moves, you know, relative to the movie. Yeah, so that's all that. But then yeah, then it's also like <laughs> you're looking pretty hot. It's like. <laughs> We know, like, we know, like, you don't have to tell us. It's fine. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, what, what, Jesus, what even comes next here? Uh, Lou was fighting some moblins or something like that. These really awful looking, uh, they had, like, okay. two swords, and do you remember these guys, their faces, like, they had, like, the masks from Halloween land on their, on their heads? Mm, yeah, they look pretty fucked up, yeah. They look pretty fucked up, and the... The female Goro died, but I just thought that she, so the cage fell on her, but I thought that she actually grabbed it. And I, and I was like, okay, like we got this fight going on. And then the next scene, they rescue Katana's mom and that's where Jade betrays everybody. So I guess that 
the female Goro died instead of grabbed the cage, which I did not realize. Yeah, I was just like, all right, she's dead. That's <laughs> whatever. That's too bad. Um, and we also learn that uh, Shao Kahn, who is Shredder, is actually Raiden's brother. And Raiden's dad <laughs> is, is the guy pulling all the strings yeah. here, is that right? He's like the real bad guy, yeah. There's like uh, this family yeah. drama going on. <laughs> it's like, okay. That's like the most character arcy thing in the movie, I guess, is like their whole thing. And it's not good, but it's that's what it is. Yep. It's, uh, I was going to say at least they tried, but I mean, at, at this point, it's like, why bother? Like, you know, like, just, just no, make no, it, yeah. like, just make it fucked up and, like, big and spectacle-like, uh, which the final fight is. The final fight is just, like, a complete <laughs> and total CGI fuckfest here, and it was so awful. It was, in a way, like, it was kind of neat, because, like, you had everybody pair off and, like, do some cool fighting. Yeah, but it was so, like, it was just, like, I'm gonna fight that guy. I'm gonna fight that I'm like, yeah. alright, fine, I guess, you know, there's no, like, no... I guess you don't really need it. Like, Jax is like, I want to fight this fucking centaur dude, or whoever he fought, but... Yeah, he, they, he they fought the Lionel. Uh, Sonya fought Scorpion, I think? Who I, I thought was dead, but I guess he just showed up. <laughs> I think uh, it was a different... It was a different one of those ninjas, I think. It was oh. like a red one. Oh, Was that okay. Smoke? I don't know. I don't know the ninjas. Um, And then uh, Katana fought her mom. Yeah. So, so I guess everyone they try they tried to have some sort of payoff like Raiden threw in like a weird line about like your metal arms are strong but your true strength comes from within and so he has in his fight he like takes off his arms and and to his like human arms and it's like that's what makes him strong you know it's like all this dumb shit <laughs> it's yeah like okay um. But whatever, it's all 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 of that they cram in there is like all like two seconds long. So, uh, what it's really about is the two, uh, monst- the two dragons, uh, Gliok and uh, Aquamentus <laughs> slamming heads, <laughs> oh, which was so fuck. sick. That was so sick. It it looked so unbelievably awful. It, it looked yeah, it's so some of the awful. worst special effects I have ever seen. I think. Good. God, it looked just, I, I can't, I can't describe it. Like, it looks so bad. Like, like Movie Maker 98 could have done a better job at making a fight <laughs> scene than this. And you know what, actually, I feel like we should maybe cycle back to something. Because I do want to give a special shout out to, um, to Katana's mom, who I can't remember her name. And the actress, you know what, I think the actress playing her really tried. Like, she, she had cool a lot too. of, like, really evil laughs and, like, but it, good. God, she was so bad. So bad. She, they, they, um, she was working with the deficit, I'm sure, for a lot of people watching, too, because it's like, they they always have to have her, like, shrieking, and I'm sure a lot of people yeah. were like, ah, but, I don't know, I thought she was, like, pretty spooky, I guess. Every like, Everyone has, you know what, it, it's like, it reminds me of Power Rangers, I said, too, but it also kind of reminds me of, like, uh, the early nineties. I know it's ninety seven, but like early nineties wrestling. Like everyone's outfits are big and colorful. Everyone has a gimmick. And, yeah, yeah. And I, I kind of did. I did kind of like that. And I think her, her like character would so easily translate to like wrestling. And so I found them yeah. all endearing in that kind of way. Well, I wanted to give a shout out to her because like 
Um, I, I just, I feel like I felt bad for her because I feel like she was in kind of a tough spot, you know, even more so than everyone else. Cause like she was important to the plot such as it was. Right. Um, but oh. then like the writing for her was like so fucked up where like she could be saved. She couldn't No, she's actually she's always been a bad guy. And like, but actually she's possessed and she can be saved and like, she's being yeah. mind controlled. And it's like, what, like. It was so dizzying, and I, I did feel like the actress was at least trying, but, like, her stuff was just so fucked up, and she was such a focal point where it was like, man, I feel I feel bad for you. Yeah, I kind of felt bad. I felt a little, like, oh, that's kind of shitty about her, and, like, the Jade thing we mentioned, how every character, like, she has no arc, but every character is like, you're, you're hot. <laughs> I was like, alright. And then Jax, too, he had a lot of, like, I don't know, it felt weird, like, there were some racial undertones with some of their lines they were giving him, where it's just like, he's, he's like the, he's like got a goofy, he's a goofy black guy or something, you know? Yeah. He's, they're like out in the desert, and he's like complaining and all this stuff, and it does, it just is like, uh, I don't know, I don't know about this one, guys. Well, like, everybody is a caricature. Like, there, there's no characters yeah. in here, which is why I thought it was so fucked up that Jade was like, oh, I couldn't get this character out of my head. It's like, what fucking character? Yeah, yeah, uh. that's, yeah, that's what I wonder, I wonder about that one a lot, um, because that is one of the worst ones in the whole movie, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that she would be near like, the top. Raiden, to me, at least, is, like, kind of unique, because he's, like... Yeah, like we said, he's not like any character I've ever seen in any movie, really. Yeah, you know, I'm trying to think of who I thought, or who I think the worst character is. I think Jade would be up there. Katana's mom would be up there, but at least, like, at least the actress was trying. Um, I mean, everybody is really awful. Even, even like, Nightwolf is kind of like, he's like this Native American, like, gonna lead you on a journey to find your spirit animal type thing it's like okay i mean i guess some of this is drawing from the games so i don't know i mean the game the games all the characters in the games too are all like over the top caricatures of different elements of different fighting things so it's like we're already starting from a point of ridiculousness you know yeah uh so (laughs) fuck these two cgi monsters are fighting and then some gods show up and they're like settle this in mortal combat and at least we get the final theme one more time so that's kind of nice but uh that that's basically the movie i i was so dizzy and so tired from watching this that i i was just like oh my god like this this makes uve bowl productions look like avengers endgame this is how amateur this was this was, yeah, this was to me in the more, this was more in the House of the Dead category than any of the other movies. Like, they're they're more alike, I think, than any movie we've watched so far. Y- yeah. You know what? I think that House of the Dead in, like, every metric was better. Like, like by a lot, actually. Because, <laughs> okay. like, House of the Dead knew that it was kind of fucked up and, like, knew that it was... You know what I mean? Like it, it was like it has a, it has a vision. Like yeah, it, it was vision. a little bit yeah. more self-aware. I feel like I I respect Uve Uve Ball more than the producers of this movie, for example. But yeah, 
You know what? Um, you know that name that people use when like they don't want their real name to appear on films and stuff. Okay, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? It's like a like a it's, it's anonymous like a, name. Yeah. So like, if a director makes a movie that he's like really not proud of, he uh, oh, there's yeah, there's yeah. a name within Hollywood that you oh. you put on and um you put it in the credits and uh, it's to let like basically your peers know like hey like. Uh, for whatever reason, like, this isn't the movie that I wanted to make, and, like, this is, you know, this is uh, me protesting kind of the final product here. Is And I can't remember the name, but, like, lots of different people have used it over... Oh, okay. In the, in the, in the history of Hollywood. So I was just like, dude, if I was involved in this, I would want, like, my name to not be <laughs> in this at all. Like, just having it, like, like, John Smith directed, starred, wrote everything. Like, whatever that name happens to be. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I don't think looking at the director, like I don't know if he knew, he he's like was not known before this. Um, he did direct that Annabelle movie, <laughs> that, really. Um, and I think he's a producer too. He's like a producer on those like Conjuring universe movies too. So like this isn't this isn't like hurt any uh, and all the the producers involved and stuff. I mean. This is probably one of those things where in the business, like, I think everyone, all those higher up people probably, uh, probably all know, you know, what's being made here, you know? So it's not like it's hurting anyone. Probably the actors probably might have suffered from it the worst, but I I don't really know. I don't really know their career trajectory, you know? So. (sighs) All right. So I, I found out the name is Alan Smithy is the official uh, psytum used by film directors who wish to disown a project coined in 1968 and used until it was formally discontinued in 2000. It was the sole psytum used by members of the Directors Guild of America when a director dissatisfied with the final product proved to be, or proved to the satisfaction of a guide pile that they had not been able to uh, have creative control over a film. So actually you have to go through some rigmarole to to use this, but... Okay. Yeah, there you go. Um, it's like an out <laughs> yeah basically basically sure. yeah so yeah that's I mean, oof, that's mortal Kombat annihilation this was as fucked up as we'd heard it was probably more fucked up actually i don't think i was prepared it, for this movie <laughs> it lived up to you know what you expect i guess too like it was more satisfying in that realm than to like when we're like going into alone in the dark being like, all right, let's yeah. see it. And then it's just like boring. You know, it's, it is, it's a, it, it is what they say it is. So, you know, <laughs> it's legacy is intact, I guess. Oh God. Um, <laughs> well, let's, let's bring it home here. Uh, this movie was a bomb it had a budget of 30 million and it made 31 million around the world. So obviously plans for Mortal Kombat devastation were put on hold. Um, and sure. this movie was a critical bomb too, as you might have guessed. It's got the dubious honor of having 2% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's got Somehow it's got 25% <laughs> audience score. That's from the people fucked up on acid watching this for sure. Um, yeah, I mean, I would, if I was, like, one of those people, I would definitely have been someone contributing to its positive score. But, uh, <laughs> I, I love this, the critics' consensus actually made me chuckle. 
With its shallow characters, low-budget special effects, and mindless fight scenes, Mortal Kombat Annihilation offers minimal plot development and manages to underachieve the low bar set by its predecessor. Very apt. Yeah, Very yeah. apt. Yeah, I like I I can res- I really respect the 2%. That's that's like a strong rating to get on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh man. Well, let's like I, uh... I, I, I I respect that more than the 30%, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I can see what you're saying here. You really uh, gotta earn it. Let's let's put this out of its misery here. Gooey, thumbs up or thumbs down? I'm really scared. <laughs> uh it's it's it. Well, because it's like, do I recommend watching this? And it's absolutely. I think this is a major thumbs up. This movie is constantly uh, entertaining. For how it's just so yeah, it's so shitty that it's like constantly entertaining. I don't see, I I just don't see how anyone could uh, not have fun watching this. So yeah, that's oh. that's oh. a, a strong recommendation for I this movie. I can't believe that this this is a, a ginormous thumbs down. There there is one scenario, one scenario where you might enjoy watching this, and that is if you're with some friends. And you're getting fucked up and you're like, you're, you're drinking a bunch of beer and you're passing around whatever substances you have. <laughs> then you can put this on and you, you can be like, this is, this is kind of wicked. Like, but I feel like it's so bad that it's good that it's just bad again. Like this was, it, this was like truly dread. I think that this is the worst movie that we've watched for virtual theater. I really do. I don't really like Mortal Kombat to begin with. I didn't like the first movie. This was like, this was kind of more entertaining than the first movie, but I I can't take good conscience recommend somebody <laughs> say like, yeah, yeah, go watch Mortal Kombat Annihilation because it's fun. I yeah, I strong, I just strongly, I strongly disagree. I think it's it's so yeah, it's so out there that even by yourself, I think this is this is a blast to watch. And again. This is not the intent. I'm not trying to. I'm not condoning or saying they did a great job. You know the people who made it. I'm saying it's out of their hands. It's, it's, yeah. It has nothing to do with the uh, them putting in any sort of effort or like them doing a good job. But it is to me. It's a super funny, fucked up movie to watch. 10 stars. Oh, you know what? If you, if you want to watch like a fucking, I I was going to say car crash, but this is like a skyscraper falling down or something. I don't know. (laughs) Like if, if you want to watch something really fucked up, then watch this, make sure that you are fucked up on something. Uh, that'll add to your enjoyment for sure. That's the, that's the only way. Yeah. That's the only way. And, and again, I'm saying that as someone like there are other movies that, like they have that reputation for being bad and i think they're genuinely not um and i'm not trying to say that you know what i mean like we've talked about like the mario brothers movie and everyone right. thinks it's bad and we think it's great and i you know what what whatever that movie does have its flaws but i do think that is a good fun movie and like because of like the effort of the people involved like i think they did a good job uh despite its issues this is not that this movie is 
complete trash. You know what I mean? Like, but, uh, I, yeah, I still just had, I just had a blast. <laughs> so I can't, I can't deny that I, I would totally watch this movie again. I don't even care. Some men just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. House, it must be the post House of the Dead where I'm just, I'm so twisted now, you know? This, yeah. And I mean, this is the ultimate, I feel like this is the ultimate version of what House of the Dead started. Yeah. Where it's like, this is, they, we'll never watch anything worse or more fucked up than Mortal Kombat Annihilation. I, I truly believe that. <sighs> yeah, that's sad. Because I was chasing, you know, with all those Uwe movies, I was chasing that high yeah. after House of the Dead. And then this finally got me there again. Where I was like, I was vibing. I was uh, definitely stoned on this movie. <laughs> um, I think, I think yeah, Uwe will do it again. But I don't think it'll ever be this fucked up. <laughs> This is this is the summit for fucked up movies. This is it doesn't get any higher than this. It doesn't get any worse. I, doesn't get any better. <laughs> I don't know I what would, what to say. If it gets worse I or better, much, but this is it. In my opinion, I would much rather watch a good Mortal Kombat movie. Don't get me wrong. Like I I am hope like with this new one that they're making. I I I'm not hoping that it's like this movie. You know, for example, I I would lo- right. I think the best Mortal Kombat movie you can make is just a cool, like martial arts movie, um, that's that doesn't remind me of Power Rangers, but it has like actual like kick ass, like fighting in it. You know, but I'll take this for what it is. <laughs> I'm I'm okay with it. Oh man, well we uh, we hope that you guys are okay with this episode, and you're gonna take this for what it was uh you can take to twitter and tell us what the next movie that we cover is going to be we've brought back the poll seems like forever since we uh since we were in the poll game here a lot of business to attend to but we're we're back and we're with uh, this is kicking off the heavy hitters of the classic video game movies we all know and love you know this episode here and the poll as well that's right and uh this is the poll for next episode so this is going to be up um pretty much as soon as you listen to this episode uh we'll we'll get this poll up and we'll let you guys vote and i guess let's just get right to it here uh let's go down the list poll option number one warcraft and i said it before i think this is warcraft's third time on the poll but i said <laughs> it before i think that this has the potential to be a really decent movie i heard that it was like kind of good so i am like i'm kind of optimistic about this one i i don't play wow i've never played wow i don't know anything about warcraft but like i don't know i feel like maybe this one could be like kind of kind of decent yeah i i saw it back in theaters and i remember it being like oh this is not a great movie but it's you know it's uh (laughs) all right for what it is I, yeah. I'm looking forward to rewatching it actually with a, you know, with a more critical eye. Um, so that's pull option number one. Pull option number two. Our boy, Dwayne the Rock Johnson in Rampage. <laughs> uh, I would be totally down if this movie won because I I never saw this movie. I feel like I wanted to, but just didn't get around too. to it. Uh, looks, I saw it, I saw it in a theater full. Of, it was like a weekend. It was full of kids and families, and it was actually fun. It's 
very very similar, I think, to a lot of his other movies, like Jumanji, where it's kind of stupid. It's not really that good. But, you know what? If you're just going for low stakes good time, yeah, it's it's fun. So I'm looking forward to eventually revisiting that. Uh, third on the poll, Need for Speed. We I think we've had this <laughs> on the poll once it. or twice before. Um I, I really don't know anything about this other than it's got Aaron Paul, and I yes. don't think it's supposed to be very good, so I, I don't know. I'd be down to watch this. Yeah, it it might make make me feel bad because it's like Aaron Paul, you know, he should be in, he should be in something good, I feel like, and yeah. I just feel like his career isn't really taken off, you, you know, know, how it should have. I read that actually he fired his agent after, uh, like, not even that long ago, maybe like two years ago, because he, like you said, he was disappointed that his career didn't really blossom um, after Breaking Bad, and like the same way that Brian Cranston's did, or you know, a lot of the other people mm-hmm. that were in that show. So I think even El Brian Camino Cranston was his first, got- uh, his first movie with his new agent. And it was Breaking Bad. <laughs> yeah, Brian Cranston, even I feel like has gotten a lot of parts for Breaking Bad, but he's not even been in much that I think is, like, amazing. But he did; he has gotten to, like, star in a lot of movies because of it. But yeah, not, nothing, uh, nothing that's, like, knocked my socks off. I remember I was really pissed off when I watched Godzilla and Brian Cranston died <laughs> in, like, right the first away. five minutes. I was like, what the fuck? This is bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, anyways, that's poll option number you. three, Need for Speed. Poll option number four... Shit, man. Agent 47. <laughs> <laughs> different. This is a different. It's not a sequel. No. So. This I'd one like could actually be kind of cool. Movie. Yeah, I like I like Hitman, the property. So, I, uh, you know, I, I'm i kind of rooting for it to have a good movie. But it's got a good cast. It's got uh, Rupert Friend as Agent 47. He's a very good actor for any of you guys that watch Homeland out there. Uh, he's he's quite good in that show. It's got Zachary Quinto in it. So, I mean, oh, okay. you know, it, it looks like it's... A lot it, of big uh, TV, TV energy here. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? If it was just like kind of a glorified TV movie, uh, I'd be okay fine, with yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it doesn't have a... It, it hasn't reviewed very well. It's got 8% on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, so. <laughs> rough. Buddy, come on. That's not quite 2%, but it's, it's not that far off. <laughs> I respect 2 more than 8. <laughs> well, there it is. Poll options, uh, one more time. Uh, poll option number 1, we got Warcraft. Poll option number 2, Rampage. Poll option number 3, Need for Speed. Poll option number 4, Shitman, Agent 47. And, of course, you can vote over on Twitter at Virtual Theater X, And you can check it out yeah. as soon as you are listening to this. So yeah, there you yeah. go. Let us know. All right. Well, Goo, we should uh, probably get out of here and uh, tell everybody where they can check us out. Of course, the, pod- the podcast, easy for me to say, uh, over on SoundCloud and uh, in all of your all of your podcast listening platforms were there at <laughs> Virtual Theater. And uh, of course, over on Patreon, we just wrapped up the Legend of Zelda, and uh, we've got some cool stuff planned for the future. So that oh should be God, really fun. Yeah, yeah. We, we should, we should, maybe we should probably tell people about that. Actually, yeah. <laughs> so oh yeah. I guess, I guess we only, I guess we only talked about that in uh, our Patreon exclusive <laughs> Zelda <laughs> yeah. episodes. So for as as you know, what we've been doing is we have been going through each episode 
of the late 80s Legend of Zelda cartoon, which was a blast, and it's been quite the journey over the last year, but we finally finished episode number 13. Uh, We are going to get into another series at some point, but uh, until we get there, what we're going to do instead is give you some virtual theater commentary over some of the most classic and famous video game movies of all time, and we are kicking it off with the biggest, the baddest, the best of them all, Super Mario Bros. I am stoked to watch that again. Me too. Yeah, it's been a been a very important movie to the show, and it's de- it's definitely an important movie to both of us. So I think if you're liking our show, if you like that movie, I think this is all all the stars aligning, and I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Even even if you don't watch the movie along, I'm, I'm sure it'll be like just kind of fun to like because we're just going to be like talking about and like you know commentating on what we what we really like about the movie and stuff. Yep. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be a lot of fun. If you can watch along, perfect. If you just want to listen to it as a podcast, that's also perfect. Um, And the only place to check that out is twitter.com forward slash virtual theater. So make sure that you go over there. Uh, Check us out over on Twitter. I am at Spateri316. Goo is at GooeyFame. We are at Virtual Theater X. And we're out of here. I think that's it. I think that's all the plugs. <laughs> uh, I was trying to think of a good one-liner from the movie, but I can't. So, oh, God. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm trying to forget this movie. 